When will we know? What is our plan? How can we do this? Is this possible? It's going to look different. It's a new challenge we face. But the pandemic won't stop us. We will emerge stronger than before. With professional development for our teachers and world-class learning for our students. We won't just meet expectations, we will exceed them. Finding a Way, ATSD World Class Podcast. Episode 12, Student Perspective. Throughout the school year, we have heard from many of our district leaders talking about how they have been finding a way during the times of COVID-19. On this episode, we will instead be focusing on the students. The following is a conversation with three soon-to-be graduating seniors where we discuss their experiences, most memorable moments, and teachers who they appreciate. This is The Student Perspective. Um, so my name's Nathania. I'm a senior at Troy Athens High School. Hi, everyone. I'm Sejal Patel, and I'm a senior at Troy High. Hi, I'm Pranay Gupta, and I'm a senior at International Academy East. I want to start by going around and have everyone talk about what your schools were like this year. How long were your virtual? Did you ever opt to be in seat? Did you get used to it? What was it like to be you? Um, I did not opt to go in seat at all this year. So I've been 100% virtual all year. Uh, it's definitely been interesting to see like Athens from both sides, I guess, because I remember like freshman, sophomore and a little bit of junior year being in seat every day. And of course, like COVID wasn't a thing. So there were no masks or anything like that. And then to being virtual, it's definitely different. But I feel like the teachers and the administration in general, like tried really hard this year to like not make it as different, I guess. Like I still felt really engaged in class and it wasn't like I was felt like I was losing any type of learning, if that makes sense. Like I think I've achieved like a lot deeper, like a deeper sense of learning than I thought I would have being virtual, which I'm really happy about because that was one of the things I was kind of stressed out going into this year. Like I didn't want it to be like me just coasting through it, especially like getting ready to go to college next year and everything like that. So I was really like pleased with that. Um, I think being virtual also kind of gave me a glimpse into what college is kind of like because you had to take a lot of like initiative yourself to get your assignments done and when like your bedroom is also your classroom it can get kind of easy to procrastinate and stuff but just having that self-motivation that's something I've definitely been working on this year so yeah. Yeah just like going off of that I totally get the part about um, trying to take the responsibility for myself I think it's really easy to just kind of let the teacher guide you in a normal classroom setting, but I really got to have to experience planning my own schedule, figuring out clubs and activities. And as for me and what I chose, I was also virtual the whole year and I would occasionally go back to school for clubs or different sports. And it was really weird just to go back and see all of my classmates, which I would normally just see in like a little Zoom box. So I think that I definitely missed all of them, but I think like Nathania mentioned it, the teachers did like such a great job at making me feel like I'm still getting my senior year. 
Yeah, and um, adding on to Sejal, like, um, so I'm in the IB program, so we have started our um, IB exam testing, and it was so weird seeing everyone in like an in-person setting versus seeing everyone um, on a bunch of video screens on um, on my computer. But um, so as to, I was also completely virtual the entire year, and th there was opportunities to um, go in person. However, I decided to stay online, and like echoing what Nathania and what Sejal said was that um, there was definitely a really big like shift from being totally in person, having people next to you, motivating you and having the teacher right in front of you to like sort of going online. And there was a lot more sort of like self-motivation needed, like because when you were in school, you didn't have your phone next to you. You didn't have Netflix right on next to you maybe either. But um, I think that like I was able to sort of adjust to it and sort of like um, get my own schedule going. And I think that, it sort of made me stronger as a student. Now, did you do anything different to make up for the fact that you weren't able to follow your school's traditions in the way that you might have usually pursued them and celebrated them? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think like that's also something Athens did a really good job with this year is trying to like still give us that like sense of community because the community at Athens is pretty strong. And one of the things that we weren't able to do this year, unfortunately, was charity week. And I kind of feel for the freshmen because freshman year charity week is like, it's crazy, like just being able to go to all those events and um like miss like the Mr. Athens competition. I absolutely love it. It's amazing. So not being able to have that one was kind of a bummer. Um, but the Athens Stuco actually came up with this thing called Community Week in place of Charity Week, and it took place in March. And uh, we were raising money for um, the Alexis Saints Foundation, which was a foundation like focused on helping those with like through like those who were having a tough time I think it was specifically with like addiction like addiction recovery and it was cool because the founders of that um, foundation actually went to Athens so they know how big of a deal charity week was and it was just cool to be able to still give back to our community in some way and we had like fun like class things that we could do so there was this one event where like whatever class raised the most money could have like an asynchronous day and like didn't have to log on to zoom so I know that got pretty competitive so that was cool yeah and over at Troy High we also had um, a sort of community charity awareness type week where we had um, fun events like flock your friends so essentially what that event was was um, Troy students could buy a flock of plastic flamingos and have a, the student government put it on their friends' lawns. So just a fun way to still be COVID safe, but also just say like, hey, I'm thinking of you. Um, so we had events like that. We also, um, our student government distributed spirit packs. So just like a fun Troy High shirt, um, some lanyards, maybe some fun stickers. So even the freshmen who don't normally see um, or aren't used to homecoming school dances, they can still get to show their school spirit, things like that. So I definitely think the morale, it was harder to boost it um, over like a virtual setting, but we were definitely able to do so. Yeah, and over at International Academy East, um, what we usually do is that every Wednesday we have something called Asynchronous Wednesdays. And um, almost once a month, we have these things called seminars where um, it's sort of like a group of um, 
like sort of individuals per grade and you get a completely different teacher you've never had. Like for me personally, I had my counselors and we would talk about things that maybe were affecting um, IA or um, any other charity events that were going on. We got to participate in those during then. And um, I think that this, this asynchronous Wednesdays that we got to have, we also had a bunch of different activities going on, different clubs got to meet during that time. And since asynchronous Wednesdays meant where we had no school, it was also a way for us to sort of take a break from like the screen where we sit, uh, where we sit in front of the entire day for seven hours a day. And um, I think that this really helped me sort of like, you know, gather myself, you know, um, maybe if I, if there was any work I needed to catch up on this, what it just gave me the opportunity to do that. And um, I think that during those days, we also got the opportunity to go into our school if we need to pick up anything. And we always held drives. Um, currently, we have a drive that is um, getting um, like that is uh, helping students collect um, feminine products. And um, we will be donating, the, donating those. And I think that even though that we're sort of online, we're still able to like sort of give back to our community, which I like. Were there clubs or sports that also went on during this time that any of you got to be involved in or got to support? Yeah, there were. I run track and I also cheer in the fall and winter. And during the fall, like at the beginning, we weren't completely sure we were going to have a season. And then it kind of looked like we weren't going to. So we, it was kind of like a bummer, especially like senior year. Like you look forward to like your senior season. And for a second, we thought we weren't going to be able to have that. But then football came back. So we came back and it was definitely different. Like seeing there were a lot of things that like we couldn't do at the beginning Cheer is like a very, like you're in close contact a lot of the time. So like during the fall, we couldn't stunt or like anything like that. So it was mostly like just like chants and tumbling and like jumps and stuff like that. I was just glad that we could like have something to like remember this year by, like like a memory of your senior year to like go off with and uh during the winter, it was a lot of, like, on and off. Like, we were going to compete, and then, like, we couldn't, and then we were, and then, like, oh, maybe not type of thing. So that was kind of mentally draining almost, just, like, going in between those, like, two different type of mentalities. And, like, usually cheer is, like, something that I'm, like, thinking about constantly, but this year it was, like, kind of in and out, and I had to, like, switch out of that like competition mindset and then like kind of just like staying at home but I'm really proud of like how my team stuck together like nobody like quit in the middle of the season or anything like that and we were able to finish it out and we got pretty far this year so that was exciting and it's kind of the same thing with track track's better now of course our season was super super short so that's kind of sad but still being able to like run and compete and be with your friends is really great so yeah yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. So I play soccer at Troy High. So um, I think all of us were definitely really sad that uh, our practice schedules were a lot shorter, the less games in a typical season. But I think all of us just wanted to have some sort of involvement with our teammates and obviously be safe about it. So even though we didn't get to meet as often as we would have liked, just by meeting and seeing each other every day was enough for us to get that last senior year experience. And then um, sort of looking at the club side, um, honestly, I felt like it was a pretty like seamless switch from in-person to virtual because it really is 
uh, based on the meetings. And a lot of the students were just so motivated to do whatever they have to do to make sure that these clubs are up and running. So um, whether it's like HOSA, like our school's medical club or the student government or DECA, like the business club, uh, there's just like a huge student body who wanted to make it happen. And like that drive is what made it happen even in a virtual setting. Yeah, and adding on to what Sejo said, um, like for example, in our forensics club, which is a really like it's which is public speaking, and um, this year we had to transition to a completely sort of virtual um, setting, and, and like the tournaments, they were a lot more different than they would normally were because normally you're in person, you have all of your friends next to you, and everyone's anxious about the results and how they're going to compete. But it's sort of different when you're just sitting in your room and you and you just you know. Just, sit there in between rounds but um I think that it was a sort of nice transition because I was able to try new events that I couldn't do before and um I got to work with more people now and like I could actually talk to a lot of people at once where versus in person where maybe I'd only hang out with a few people maybe from my category and in other clubs like I've noticed like key club they're also still meeting and organizing volunteering events even from online and um I also hosted a, like a sort of small um, like camp for like students to come in. I mean, of course, virtually, and I sort of helped them with any of their um, like any any like outside STEM um, education, as well as our um, National Honor Society and the rest of our honor societies. We've also been sort of um, meeting online for students to come in for tutoring for any subject that they might need. And it was actually even better because students could come in anytime they needed and they didn't have to stay after school or anything, or they didn't, didn't have to get a ride to come to tutoring. And that was pretty nice. It's really interesting how all of you were virtual the entire year, and yet you were able to participate in these sports or clubs and maintain that sense of community, especially in a year like this, where there's a lot of stop and go for reference we started the year off 100% virtual. We started to open it up to an in-seat option in October. And then by November, everything got shut down again. And it wasn't until January that you started to have some sense of that normalcy back again. So it's been a roller coaster ride, a year unlike any other. With all that being said, do you have a favorite memory from this? Is there something that you can pinpoint and say, this was the best part of my senior year? I don't know if I can like pinpoint one specific one, but it was definitely just like still being able to like, like extracurriculars, I feel like became a lot more like important and like not only like keeping myself like grounded and like pushing myself to like keep going like throughout the school year and everything, but just like having that interaction with people and like like the little moments like on water breaks when I was laughing with my team or like we were joking about something that our coaches did, things like that. Um, for me, uh, it's actually been these past few weeks, we've had our senior water wars going on and that's been pretty intense. And um, we do have our um, AP, like the advanced placement exams coming up. And I think with all the virtual learning and all the cramming for AP tests, I think that it was just like a really fun way for us to see each other, even if it is going to our houses at midnight with water guns. Um, I think it was just really fun for us to like catch up with our friends and just have this like one last bonding experience. Yeah, and um, I agree with Nathania, uh, Nathania that um, for me, sort of my favorite experience has been the extracurriculars and uh, especially in forensics where I got to do a duo with one of my friends 
And I had never done that before, but it was a lot of fun to try something new, even though it was online. And it was sort of like a break from the school Zoom to sort of like a, a Zoom where we could just talk and have fun and try out new pieces. And I think that that would probably be my favorite experience. Now, as student board reps, you regularly attended our board of education meetings all year. As the guy who films those meetings, I'm pretty certain that there weren't many other students who did that this year. You essentially had an inside look into how business in the Troy School District is handled. Is there anything you learned from being a part of those meetings? Did you gain a different perspective or a wider understanding as to who was making the decisions and why? Yeah, I definitely did not have any idea of like what behind the scenes looked like at the Troy School District. So becoming a student rep was really eye-opening, I guess. I like came onto the first meeting having no idea like what to expect. And I was like stressing out about my um, school report. But just seeing like how like I guess well thought out and like precise everything is like when they're going through like the budget every single time like I have no idea great amount of respect for people who do that because I was so lost and I had no idea what was going on half the time but it was pretty cool to also like know I guess what was happening around the school district because they would talk about things in the meeting and then like I remember one meeting they were talking about putting up like flags at Athens um, like as you like drive in, you can see like we have like school flags on the lamp posts now. And I saw them like when I was driving to practice one day and I was like talking to my mom about that. And I was like, yeah, like I was at the board meeting when they were talking about that. So it was pretty cool just to like know what was going on. But I definitely gained a lot of respect for everybody on the school board because that's a lot of work that goes into that. And um, kind of adding on to that, I didn't really think that it would be so much of a discussion as I witnessed the first couple of meetings. Um, I genuinely thought it would just be the council meeting and going over pre-discussed points and just sharing that with the public. But in reality, it was an opportunity for uh, citizens of Troy to come with any concerns that they had, um, people to praise fellow uh, colleagues or teachers or like other students. And it was just really nice to see that it was just a community coming together rather than just like a meeting. And uh, I definitely agree with Nathaniel that it's kind of cool to be like on the inside about things. Like when they're talking about school timings and how they're pushing that back, I could go tell my friends like, oh, like you guys probably haven't heard it yet, but like guess when the time's moving. So just to kind of see how the decisions are made and what's like coming for the district is really interesting. Yeah, and um, I agree with Nathania and Sejal. Um, I remember one day where we got an inside look where we knew there was going to be a snow day before the public knew there was a snow day. And um, I guess, yeah, I mean, um, I it was just so um, eye-opening to see how much also goes into simple to like to things that we think are simple decisions like oh we got new macbooks or we got new chrome chromebooks but so much thought went into the budget and how many should we buy which brand should we buy and i just never thought that so much would go into the the whole process and um i think at least being a student at ia for like the past few years like at least before i was a student rep 
I didn't know much that, about what was going on at the different different high schools, but coming to these board meetings, I learned about what was going on at Troy High, what was going on at Athens, and what even the people were experiencing um, at, like, in Troy at other, at other schools. And I think that this whole experience sort of like adding on to what um, both of you guys said is that um, I just learned so much about what else was going on at, inside Troy outside of IA. Speaking of school times, I did not know how like interconnected everything was like that discussion. I was like blown away. They were talking about buses and like how there were like different, like, I guess fleets or something that like go yeah. at different times. Yeah. Yeah. That's school time change crazy it was blowing up the senior group chat yeah. for sure. and when like one council member would bring up the like the bus fleet timings another one would bring up like the mental health of students and I didn't realize yeah. like how many facets of the discussion there were so it was yeah. like crazy to witness that mm-hmm. now in the spirit of teacher appreciation I want to ask each of you to reflect on all of the teachers you've had during your academic career here in Troy Who comes to mind and why do you appreciate them? I have a lot of teachers. I feel like at every single like level, like elementary, middle school, high school, like there's just so many of them that have helped me like be where I am today. Um, At the elementary level, I would probably have to say Mr. Lawson. He was my fifth grade teacher and he was just such a fun person. Like, fifth grade was like our last year in elementary school so we thought we were like you know the cool kids like the top dogs you know and he just made like I don't even know how to explain it like he was the type of teacher who would like get really into our games at recess like tetherball it was a bloodbath at recess it was it was so fun I just remember like him always being there at recess and like even in the classroom he would have like these cool ways to like remember different things that we were learning that like I still remember. I remember it was like the song, like when we were learning about the skeleton, like the patella bone, he would always like say like, he would sing like the Rihanna song Umbrella, but it, he would like use patella to like remember it. I just remember laughing about that all the time. Um, at middle school, there is definitely a lot of teachers probably um Mr. Hayes he was my sixth grade teacher and he's my um track coach right now at the high school level so I've known him for quite some time and he's kind of seen me grow up and he's just always been a really supportive person inside and outside of the classroom sixth grade was the year I took like the bridge test to get into like advanced math the next year and he helped me a lot with that, like, just studying with that, and, like, he didn't have to do any of what, like, what he did, but I, like, really appreciated him, like, always checking up on me, like, seeing if I needed help with anything and stuff like that, so he really went above and beyond, and then high school, Mrs. Peterson, I love her, she's such, like, absolutely adore her, I had her for GVVE, and she's, really passionate about like what she teaches and I think like when your teacher is super passionate about like what um they're teaching like it just helps you get like into it that much more and just learning about like genetics and the different types of like 
medical sciences was really like eye-opening and cool and it kind of helped me like figure out what I wanted to do like what I want to do right now when I grow up so that was like really helpful and she was also just there to talk like whenever about anything and I really appreciate that yeah I'm probably gonna do the same format I like how she (laughs) found one teacher from each thing obviously there are a lot of teachers that um I owe like my whole like K through 12 career too but um, I think on the elementary school level, uh, my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Francis, um, he was definitely a huge impact on me and really made me value academics and the, like, the privilege that we have getting to go to like, such an amazing school district. And that's sort of when I started taking my academics so seriously and understanding like, the power that having a good education will have on your entire life. And then going into like the middle school level, uh, my sixth grade math teacher, Mr. Martin, um, I just thought he was like the funniest person. Um, He was my math teacher and he would always run to school or bike to school. And he was just the most active person. And he would just always talk about that and incorporate that into his lessons. And I just, he always like motivated me to like come, like deal with anything with a smile, whether it's like super hard math problems or he used to be an engineer, so he would always talk about his like past jobs. Um, and then on the high school level, my uh, AP Chem teacher, Mr. Moore, I would say had the biggest impact on me. And with such a hard class like AP Chemistry, it's really easy to regret taking it or struggle and stay up to like 2 a.m. But I found myself like loving to go to that class and loving to study for it just because of the passion that he brought to the subject. So I would definitely have to owe him that. Yeah. And um, I guess like, it's just like, now that I'm thinking about it, like over the past, what, 12, 13 years is that we've had so many teachers in our lives and like, they've always helped us. It's just crazy to think that we're finally graduating from that. And um, I would say, of course, um, and echoing off of what Sejal and Nathani said, there's so many teachers that helped me to where I am today. But um, if I were to just choose some of the most um, influential to me, I'd say um, from elementary school um, would be Mrs. Mitchell. I think she goes by a different name now, but um, she got married. But I remember she, um, I think she taught me in second grade and then she even ended up teaching me in middle school again. But um, she, um, she's a violin teacher and she's a conductor now. And she sort of um, got me into the violin and, and she would always help me with um, how to play it, how to uh, do the fingerings properly, how to bow. And um, when I had her again in middle school, I was like, I, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> and um, it was so nice to see her again. And plus like when she became our orchestra conductor, um, she'd always like um, help us like work through our pieces, not just what we're doing wrong, but how, how can we improve upon it? And I think that because I currently also play the violin and I'm, and I think I'm kind of good at it. And I think um, a big um, person who sort of helped me get to where I am today is, would be her. And um, in middle school, I'd say um, there, there are two teachers I'd like to mention first being Mr. Martin too. Um, he taught me in seventh grade math. And um, I think up until that point, I took math very seriously. Like I'd say it was like my biggest subject, but he sort of made it fun for me. Like I remember for extra credit, he would make us shoot a small basketball into a small hoop 
instead of a, another big problem. And um, whenever he'd mention like sort of, I think um, during classes, we'd even do like so small puzzles and small riddles at the beginning of each class. Like he, and I think that um, he was, he also made math really fun for me. And another um, important person from middle school would be um, Mrs. Dodge. And um, she got me into forensics in sixth grade. And that's what I think really made me a better public speaker was because before sixth grade, I was a very shy person. I could barely talk to people. I could barely get up on a stage during the board meetings um, and talk to a bunch of people in the crowd and to a bunch of really important people on the panel. And um, I think that she sort of got me into forensics and she just helped me so much with my confidence and how to talk to people. And I, I owe her all of that. And in high school, I would say um, I also have teachers, two teachers I want to mention. Um, first being uh, Miss Pickering, even though she doesn't work at IA anymore, but um, she helped me so much with my writing because I really struggled with English. And she really um, like pointed out where I was falling and she sort of helped me out. And um, now I, I think I improved my writing greatly, mostly because of her. And I'd like to thank Mr. Watson. He's currently my math teacher and I even had him in 10th grade. And um, I think he also really stressed the importance of learning math, not just can you do well on a test, or even if you just showed him that, okay, I learned the concepts, he'd even bump up your um, grade, which I really appreciated from because I showed that I did learn the concepts. And he also would even ask us like, how are you guys doing today? Are you guys feeling good? Do you guys want a little bit free time to work on what you're working on? If you guys are feeling really overwhelmed or do you guys want to get into it and sort of um, push through all the work we have to do today? And I think that um, I really liked him having him as my teacher. It's very obvious that we could spend a whole series of podcasts <laughs> talking about each and every one of our Troy teachers because they make a world of difference to the students here in the Troy School District. As we start to wrap this up, I want to ask you all, what are your plans for the future? Are you going to college? Do you have a dream job? What are you looking forward to? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be going to Yale in the fall. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm planning to major on neuro, um, major in neuroscience on the pre-med track there. I want to be a neurosurgeon when I grow up. So that's the plan right now. <laughs> um, congrats, congrats on you. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. insane. <laughs> um, I'm going to the University of Michigan next year, um, majoring in biochemistry on the pre-med track. And in terms of dream career, I really want to be a surgical oncologist. So um, surgeon for like cancer patients. So. Yeah, um, congrats to you both. And um, <laughs> for me, I'm also going to the University of Michigan at Ann Arbor, where I'll be um, attending and I'll be I'll be attending the College of Engineering and the Ross School of Business. So I'll be doing a dual major. And um, in terms of my dream job, I. I would like to be an entrepreneur, but um, let's see how things pan out. Yeah. Wow. Well, you guys have such incredible high goals. You're in some great <laughs> schools there. A lot of words that I don't even understand. So congratulations to all three of you. Uh, you. Last question here as we wrap this up. What are you going to take away from this experience of your senior year? What's going to be going through your mind as you walk across that graduation stage 
and close this chapter of your life? I honestly cannot believe her graduating. Like I really <laughs> straight up, but, um, one of the th- biggest takeaways from this year, I definitely think is like how important it is to like take care of yourself, like mentally. I think that's an important lesson that a lot of us have learned this year. Just making sure to like check up on yourself and it's okay to like just slow down for a second and make sure you're okay. And definitely like being self-motivated to get things done and not procrastinate as much because that's always helpful. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm kind of going off the mental health thing. I think that the Troy school district really did a good job this year, especially in a virtual setting about, Um, having like mental health days, like once a month or once a week. And I think that I'm glad that it's finally happening my senior year, but I wish that I would have done stuff like my freshman year or maybe even earlier, but now going into college, I can take that lesson with me. And I going off of what Nathania is saying, I can't believe I'm graduating, (laughs) like talking about like college plans. It still doesn't seem like something that's real and something that is going to happen like even later this year. So I think that my biggest takeaway is just, kind of go with the flow. Like sometimes, especially with this year, a lot of things in life are just not going to work out the way we expect them to, but there's still going to be positive experiences. There's always going to be something we can take away. So I'm definitely owe it to my senior year. Yeah. And um, I agree with the whole taking care of your mental health, but I'd say one of my biggest takeaways from this year is probably like adaptability is that within what a month, I mean, from like March of um, 2020, we started going from completely in person to a completely virtual setting. And I think that it was a really rough transition, at least for, I know, a majority of the students who I've talked to. And I think that we sort of did get used to it where we got into like sort of the rhythm of things of waking up, logging onto Zoom. And I think it was a little difficult at first, but um, I think that the Troy School District really prepares us to be sort of um, like adaptable and sort of a little resilient to whatever um, life will throw our way. And at least when I'm walking across that stage, I'll probably be thinking, I can't believe I'm getting my diploma (laughs) after all of these years. And um, I think that um, really like my biggest takeaway is just that um, I think that Troy Schools has really prepared us and all of these different aspects. And we could also spend a whole hour talking about how the Troy has prepared us. But I think that, yeah, that's what it is. Well, thank you all so much for taking the time. I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Congratulations and good luck out there. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Finding a Way, a TSD world-class podcast. You can hear more information and discover additional resources by subscribing to our stream on your favorite podcast platform. We post new episodes every week and feature voices from every department and every building. I'm your producer, Thomas Butcher, and we'll see you next time.